0: Hey Earthlings, welcome back to the Mind of a Musician podcast. This is the podcast where we dig up a bunch of bands you may never have heard of, but should. Small, underground, independent bands, whatever it is, I want to find it and I want to play it for you. This week we're going to try to be festive and play some original Christmas songs. I know you're probably standing in line at the stores, like totally bored with hearing the same Christmas songs over and over again. So come here and check out some fresh, original Christmas songs. And today I dug up three songs that have the exact same title. They are all called Punk Rock Christmas, but they're all quite a bit different and cool. So let's dive into this. This first song, Punk Rock Christmas, is by Brenna Red from The Last Gang. Brenna gave me some background on this song, and she said it's supposed to highlight how they do the holidays in Southern California. So here you go. Punk rock Christmas with some Southern California flavor. Let's take a listen to the song. Christmas
1: my favorite time of year Gonna have myself a
0: All right, I hope you enjoyed Punk Rock Christmas by Brenna Red from The Last Gang. This song appeared on the Wiretap Records Christmas compilation album, so you might check the rest of that album out. I'm sure there's some cool stuff on there. What do I like about this song? One of the things that stands out to me is the lyrics. I think they're pretty funny, pretty entertaining. So check this out. She says, I'm on the naughty list all year long because all I can sing are punk rock songs. Towards the end of the song, she says, Punk rock girls, we just keep multiplying. Punk rock girls, Run and Hide. I think that's kind of funny. Brings a little different flavor to a Christmas song. There's a really strong vocal chorus melody here. I like that, it's really catchy. And she just weaves a lot of Christmas staples like mistletoe and presents in with a lot of other staples of punk rock, like tattoos, leather jackets, beer, stuff like that. And you put the two together and it makes kind of a cool punk Christmas sandwich. They strike a pretty good Christmas feel here, beyond just the lyrics. At the beginning of the song, they've got those bells. I've heard other bands do that, like Blink 182, and it really helps bring a holiday feel to the song. I also really like crowd vocals, so that's pretty cool, it brings a lot of energy. And I like the tempo changes around the 2 minute mark. You've got halftime here, and then you've got a tempo change, so you've got quite a bit of variation to help keep your interest here. There's a lot to like here. The song has a lot of replay value. You've got the lyrics, you've got that strong melody on the chorus, it's just the feel in general, the energy, the tempo changes. So this is going to have me coming back for many more listens. So I recommend you check out the rest of Brenna Red's stuff. She's got some stuff on Bandcamp, so check that out. Alright, let's check out the second song called Punk Rock Christmas. This one's by a band from Wisconsin, and they are called The Avenues. So let me tell you the story behind this song, because it's really interesting. So they are on tour, and they were hanging out in Vegas, and they went out to the Fremont Strip. And out there, they came across the festive holiday panhandlers. I guess there was like a Santa booth, a photo booth. So they go over there, and they thought, hey, we want to party with Santa Claus, right? So they got their picture taken, and they tried to party with him. But the panhandlers, they weren't really interested in that. They just wanted the band's money. But something good did come out of this that inspired the band to write this song. Scott got to hang out with this guy who was wearing a onesie thong and reindeer antlers. Sounds kind of crazy, but through that process he thought, hey, how cool would it be to be able to party with Santa and his reindeer? So that's where the inspiration for this song came from. So why don't we take a listen to Punk Rock Christmas by The Avenues. Here we go. Okay, hope you enjoyed that song. Let's talk about this. What do I like? Well, first of all, I love that thick, mid-rangey guitar tone. It reminds me a lot of Billy Joe Armstrong's guitar tone from Green Day. It's thick. And in fact, the song is actually mixed very similar. When I listen to the album Nimrod by Green Day, the vocals are set back a little bit. They're almost too quiet. But that's exactly what they did here. And what you're supposed to focus on is just the powerful churning of that guitar. I think starting out with the chorus is an interesting idea. It has a plus because you actually start out the song with a hook of the song, which means you're going to engage the listener immediately in the strongest part of the song, the most memorable part. There can be a downside to this kind of song structure. And that is, if you start with the chorus, then you might end up playing the chorus you know, four or five times in the song can be a little too repetitive. What the band did here to kind of remedy that is bring halftime to the last chorus, which helps a lot. There's no bridge here. That might have helped a little bit if there was some kind of different section, because the chorus dominates the time of the song. But this band seems to subscribe to the Green Day method. They used to say that if you were writing a song longer than two, two and a half minutes, it was too long up until Green Day wrote like a 10 minute song. But that seems to be their method here. I listened to some of their other stuff on Bandcamp. Very similar, two minute songs. It's like a quick burst. It's like like a quick punch in the face and then it's gone. So it's good stuff. You should check that out. This is a solid song. It's fun. They don't have to do a lot here, but just come roaring in and take off. So I recommend checking out the avenues. I was really shocked to discover that the band recorded this song themselves. I don't know how they got it to sound that beefy from a home recording, but I was really impressed. I wish I could get my own recordings to sound like that. So let's check out one more song called Punk Rock Christmas. This one's by Sarita and the Happy Elves, all the way from London. There's two themes in this song. One of them is longing for a past that is no longer available. It's really about nostalgia and some of those old records. He said, you can learn a lot about a person just from looking at their record collection. And sometimes he would look at somebody's vinyl collection or their albums that they have, and that would tell him kind of whether or not he would get along with this person well. The lyrics kind of capture this theme too, so I'll just read some of them to you. It says, you left us all your records, and while you were away, we listened to the songs that you always used to play. The Ramones, The Damned, The Dead Boys, The Pistols, and The Clash. Now those bands are really important, those bands named, because this song is going to sound very similar. They're going to try to capture that style. There's a second theme to this song. I'm just going to read you what he told me about it. Clement said, The more serious issue of losing someone and not having them when you feel most vulnerable, such as for Christmas, when we expect everything to be perfect and complete. Again, the vinyl was a suitable metaphor. The person had left you, but you have all these memories and stacks of records that they leave. It's a perfect imprint of their character, their likes, and their dreams. You can play them, and they unfold in return. I knew a few friends and acquaintances who disappeared over the years, some with mental health issues, drug abuse, or just because they made a new life somewhere else, and the friendship just faded and their ghosts suddenly pop up in a dream or when you revisit places and you used to occupy together a long time ago. The longing can be quite strong to recapture those moments, and that's when you experience a sentimentality that can be scary and disorienting because you suddenly realize that you do depend on people and are afraid of being alone. Man, that that interview was just kind of mind-blowing. So go over to the Mind of a Musician Facebook page and read the whole thing. And I'll include the artist info from the other songs, too. But yeah, it just brings a lot of depth to this song. So I would really recommend reading this along with listening to that song. The idea of this song first came to him when he was in the store, you know, waiting in long lines, listening to bad Christmas music over the loudspeaker. I mean, we all like Christmas songs, but they get old and some of them are good, but some of them aren't. So he was listening to those songs, just kind of sick of it, and as a reaction, he thought, man, all I want is a punk rock Christmas. And voila, a chorus is born. So he kept that and made it into this song. So let's take a listen to Punk Rock Christmas by Sarita and the Happy Elves. Here we go. I hope you enjoyed that song. So let's talk about it a little bit. What's cool about this song is that they went for an old-school British sound. Those bands I mentioned earlier that showed up in the lyrics, this really sounds along those lines. And it was recorded with an SM57 microphone and a $50 Samson microphone. I actually have both of those in my collection. But you know, low budget, cheap. Now, that comes with the downside is that it is a little bit more of a raw recording, but that works out perfectly in what the song's supposed to do. It's supposed to be nostalgic and reference those older bands. Well, this ends up sounding a whole lot like a Ramones song, so I think it was a perfect choice. If you want to do a callback to the Ramones or the Clash, you can't do a modern glossy studio sound. You've got to reference the same sound that those bands used, so it worked out great. I should mention that the drums here are just a garage band loop, but you know it's not really that noticeable when, again, you're going for a Ramones-type drum beat. Something I really like is that arpeggiator that shows up for just a few seconds in the chorus. I mean, it's eight quick notes, and then it's gone. It's like you hear it, and you're like, oh, cool, and then it's gone, and you're hungry for it, and then it comes back again. I found that to be really fascinating and a cool choice to just do it in short bursts, rather than to just do it through the whole chorus. One of my favorite bands growing up was Blur. So that was actually kind of my window into British rock, and I started listening to some other British bands from there. So this song, it captures a lot of that nostalgia for me. I hope you enjoyed these songs. They've all got the same name, but they've all got a little something different to them, and they're very original. So, I would recommend putting them into your holiday Christmas playlist. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it on Facebook. It would really help. Share it on Twitter, whatever people are using these days. But it would really help these bands out if you would share this. What I'm trying to do with this podcast is build something. I'm trying to build an audience for these smaller bands. I'm hoping that over six months, a year, two years, we will amass a following, an audience of people who are really dedicated to smaller, hard-working bands that don't get major radio play. So eventually, when your band or your friend's band or a small band that you like drops an album and releases it, we'll have a place to pitch it, we'll have a place to promote it to a bunch of listeners who are just diehard for local music. So the best thing that you can do for these bands is to share this on Facebook. Help us begin to build that listener base. All right. Well, I will be back in a week with more music. I'm going to release part two soon. I'm not sure if I'm going to do that in one week or two weeks. But look out for Original Christmas Songs part two. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.